We've seen a lot of things happen on TLC this past Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. We saw the return of Charlotte Flair. We saw new tag team champions, and we saw someone get burned alive. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sons of Flip Radio. I'm your co-host, Thomas Lisi. Always joined the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drayton. Alex, what's going on on a Tuesday night? Hey, totally throwing off everything I, we got going on. I know. On. We have some like midnight magic going on. <laughs> I know. I'm a little tired. Yeah. we. Um, well, I had to work. My work schedule got thrown off because of the holiday, so we're doing Tuesday night. But this episode is going to be completely devoted to the TLC pay-per-view tables, ladders, and chairs, Enter the Storm, uh, which was this Enter past Sunday. Nobody ever mentioned that, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even think they said the tagline <laughs> once. They didn't. I didn't even know it was a tag. Remember I asked you? I was like, oh, is this a tagline? I think last week we were talking about it and talking about how they always factored into the pay-per-view at some point. Not not one time. Yeah. Enter the storm. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. There was no storm. Anything. There no. was no tornadoes. There was some fire. There was a Thunderdome, though. There was a Thunderdome. <laughs> All right. Thund- like how you said, Alan Jackson. Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> no, but um, to the casual wrestling fan, I mean, they would have definitely enjoyed it. Now, as a diehard wrestling fan, I actually I enjoyed the pay-per-view, too. I did, too. Um, I, I actually I, I was kind of fall. I, I worked. Uh, I was like. Yeah falling asleep towards uh the beginning of the roman match but like i heard the music so I, I i sprung up for that but i didn't realize because i had fallen asleep for a hot minute that that wasn't the main event yeah it wasn't and i was I waiting was, yeah. for the i was looking in the bottom right corner for the little uh timestamp yeah timestamp yeah. to come up and then it cut to commercial and then i thought it was going into steve austin's uh show and then it was like next after whatever i was like oh shit yeah, there and was one more match. I was reminded that the next match and the last match is the Inferno match. I would have never thought that with the buildup that it was with Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens and the buildup between Drew McIntyre and AJ and now and the Miz. How fast that was, too. Yeah, how fast it was. And then they put a lot of time and effort into it. And then they throw a curveball and they throw up the Firefly Inferno match, which nobody knew what it was kind of like because Kane's been in all the Inferno yeah, matches. So. The old school Inferno matches where the he flames were up around, at some point. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> the flames were around the ring old school well, when, when post, he did it right? with, uh, yeah, he actually Bray Wyatt's first match at SummerSlam when he debuted. It was an Inferno match against Kane. It opened up uh, SummerSlam. Mm. I forgot what year it was. It was the year that Daniel Bryan got screwed at by Triple H, and he lost the title, and Randy Orton cashed in. I want to say it was like 20... Oh, that's 13. 13. Because 14 he is, is Mania uh, yeah. 30, and that's so where So 2013. Yep. So seven years since he debuted, he's in another Inferno match, and it's the Firefly Inferno match, which basically there's no difference. There was fire around the ring, which you didn't see until... He raised his hands up, and then the fire magically came because he controlled the fire all of a sudden. Mm. Like, if you watch the entrances, you saw the two little black boxes on the right that were fire. And then some, like, spires um, that were around the ring. There's probably, like, three or four of those. And then after, like, certain bumps would happen, boom, there comes the the fire. Now, like... And I, I was looking at the gear. Um, the Fiend's gear was always yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. He never took the jacket off, the leather jacket. So I knew that would play into it at some part, as well as Randy Orton wore, like, a sweatsuit. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when anybody watched the older Inferno matches, you can tell that. You can tell who's going up You can kind of tell who's not. going yeah. up in flames. And then I'm watching the match, and I'm watching the match, and I see Orton come out with, you know, tracksuit on, sweatsuit, whatever. 
and the fiend comes on his normal time like are they really gonna light Randy Orton on fire and then that's when the when that's the fiend didn't take his jacket too. off I'm like okay yeah. So now this match was taped earlier in the day. Yeah, and before because there's no way there's you no do that. way yeah, that no. you can do it. Now there was a lot of confusion because a lot of you... their stuff they've been doing has been yeah. pre-taped. It has been because oh. of the different objects they're bringing in or whatever it is. Character yeah. switches, and like stuff. with uh, Alexa Bliss the other night on Raw with the playground that was taped earlier. Mm-hmm. Just and they just used the art of cinematography yeah. to edit it together because Twitter was like. How they put and erect a, a swing set so fast. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, overall with that match. You see, they're hiring writers. I'm sorry to cut you off. They're they hiring are? writers for WWE. Man. Yeah. What are we doing? I don't know. They're not hiring catering crew yet. <laughs> That's our. You know what we should do for our resume if we want to be a writer? We just send them links to all 38 of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> the quickest way to get us. You want to wrestle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to write for wrestling? Yeah. Do you want to be a lumberjack? We yeah. can use a few guys. <laughs> Do you want to be Carmela Somalier all of a sudden? <laughs> no, but my initial opinion of the Firefly of the Firefly Inferno match was basically everything that I thought it was going to be. The spot that I really enjoyed. The flaming RKO. That one got me. I yeah, that one was dope. That and when he was sitting in the chair and he lit the flames and he thought he was going to go up. Yep. That was pretty cool. Yep. The flaming RKO was awesome. The fact that Bray Wyatt was on fire for a little bit. Now, granted, I mean, obviously that was him because you can tell under the mask he had his tattoos and all that shit. But I mean. Yeah. When um, was that switch? Like, I, I want to know. What, when the dummy came in? Yeah. When he went to get the matches on the outside. Got it. Got so it. when okay. the camera panned away, they put the camera back in with the dummy. Now, the dummy. It was smart for them to do, but the only thing that I didn't like about the dummy was it Bella didn't look up. realistic. Because, like, if there was side-by-side comparisons. Like, I got to be honest. You were paying way more attention than I was at that point, like, yeah. hounding on it. Yeah. See, that's what I, I was looking I didn't at. didn't even. See, I'm weird like that. Didn't I was even. The, the minute details is what I look for in professional minutia. wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when I saw the dummy come out with, like, no gut. I'm like, because Bray Wyatt has kind of a gut. He's a kind of bigger yeah, guy. Yeah, and even when you lay down. Yeah, even you know? when you lay down, his gut, like, hangs a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not Bray Wyatt. But mm-hmm. um, so, like, I'm trying to think about what is going to happen after this match. The whole definition of the fiend is he either, when he hurts you or when he heals you, he turns you bad. When he hurts you, he hurts you and possibly turns you good. Mm-hmm. So... This is very to me. This sounds like a program that's not going to last until WrestleMania season, only because there's so much emphasis emphasis on Edge and Orton that I see this happening. Maybe some, maybe the Fiend coming back at like Royal Rumble. I think, and that's where it dies because you know they set up. So we go from TLC and we go right into Raw um, from last night, where Alexa Bliss was. Um, you know, on the swing set, she was talking. How good is she, by the way? Oh, she's amazing. Man, she oh, give her a, give give her an Emmy or something. You know, she's she's doing like crazy work. She's a great actress, um, because she hits home on so many things. Yes, there's a a level of like corniness to it, mm-hmm. but it's meant to be that way. Yeah, um, and it works. Everything she's doing, I, I love it. She's also helping to further this story without him being there, so she can take up the mantle while he. You know, quote unquote, recovers or becomes, you know, it, it's kind of like a phoenix situation we have. Going He's on. rising from the ashes. Yeah, yeah. But will he come back as the same persona? I can see him coming back with like a burnt jacket, or 
flame resistant gear or something like proof to show that he was on flames and stuff like that like all but when you're i'm a huge fan of him and i'm saying to myself because if he remarkets himself here's a whole new line of toys yeah if you remarket the fiend well first of all how dare you bray yeah exactly (laughs) bray wyatt has remarketed himself from husky harris to there's another character I forgot his name and then Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. when Bray Wyatt started in NXT he wore a mask he had a different character then he came in Bray Wyatt he had his Husky Harrison his yeah. uh, his Nexus days too so yeah and then the Eater of Worlds yeah. like all these different gimmicks I mean the guy had such a roller coaster career he, he got buried by Cena he won the title he lost to Orton. He comes back with a new gimmick. Mm-hmm. He gets hit in the head with a toolbox. Like, that can fucking <laughs> fix him. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, again, like I always say, that's the worst Hell in a Cell match I've ever seen in my life. You don't need the red lights. You don't need the toolboxes. You don't, you don't need, need the this. red ring, right? With yeah. The it was, yeah. The cage was red. The lights were red. And then he oh, wins no. the belt in Saudi Arabia, where no American fan is there to see it. Well, they, you know they did that on purpose because... It was on no, Halloween, too. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. That, that was just garbage. And then he comes <laughs> back, and when he... De- well, first of all, before that, when he debuted... You were with me when we were watching SummerSlam when he went against Finn Balor, and we looked at each other, and we were like, holy shit. Like, yeah. this is huge. <clears throat> that entrance was everything. Re- phenomenal. And he doesn't need a belt to be relevant, like I always said, but... Now, with this happening, he is a face. Mm-hmm. He is going to be relevant now. Yeah, I the think the guy who's card, on fire can't be a heel. Yeah, you know, who just yeah. got burnt to a crisp. The sympathy card like bacon. Yeah. is now, it exists with him. Right. And he will try to get the fans' sympathy vote. I have no sympathy for the guy because I've been a fan of him since since he debuted. Yeah. When he was Bray Wyatt, I was a huge fan of him. Yeah. and He's appealing to another crowd. Yeah, which is always the new fan. You're always trying to get new, 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 new. That's why some things might seem kiddish or like, oh, come on. But it's it, it's not for us. We've yeah. talked about this a million times. And when we talked about his character when he first debuted, it's like he's not the the most appealing to a seven year old. His like, if I'm Hell a seven no. year old kid, my ma- his mask is pretty scary. Yeah, but you and know, they sell a kid one now. Yeah, you know, they sell a kid, mask. right? And, you know, maybe that's why they do the Firefly Funhouse to give the other side of him so he gets the appeal of the younger kids. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So I hope he comes back, and I hope he comes back in a way that will really single him out from everybody else. But then now we look at Randy Orton, right? We look at the other half of the match where Randy Orton, after losing multiple pay-per-views in a row, right? Lost After Well, first started with the, the greatest wrestling match ever. He has so much... Momentum, momentum. He's knocking out all these. The legend killer gimmick is back all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Then he loses to Keith Lee. He loses to Drew McIntyre twice. And now. Beats him for the belt. Yeah. Third time. Beats and him for the belt. Drops the belt the next night. loses it. Yeah. Right. And now he gets a win over The Fiend, a character that you would never think that can happen to. Yeah. So where does this lead to Randy Orton? But again, you know, there's nothing clean. It's all schmozzy, you yeah. know, with different, you know, endings. And Inferno wasn't like one, two, three in the middle of the ring. So no. where we go from there, I, I really don't I know. See this keep, I see this thing. They're going to keep it going. They're going to keep teasing him coming back. Last night. Yes. Yeah. Alexa Bliss is going to be heavily involved, which she should, because technically she is like the spokesperson for him while exactly. he's not there. Yeah. Now, so, does he, he can just be like, you know what? I'm done with Randy. 
and you know just be done with it and move on to something else Mm -hmm. and come back as something new and improved let's say more so improved yeah and find somebody else but we're kind of running out of now it all has to become new yeah we're running out of people who did him wrong plus we're running out of time if you really think about it because we're going into the new yeah they have laid the groundwork for wrestlemania whether we can argue about it or not vince mcmahon has a plan Mm -hmm. he had two plans one of them's not going to work yeah but he has a plan yep and his plan in my opinion is to have edge versus orton with a serious stipulation at Mania. Which I That's think is, the plan. is his backup. That is his backup. Will it be the main event? Maybe. Do I want to see it? Absolutely not. Because we've seen it enough. Yeah. We've seen him at the Rumble. We've seen him have their 40-minute match at WrestleMania. Because it was 40 minutes. You know I want to see it? Is because there's no... Yeah, Edge got hurt. There's no uh, continuity there. So you're going to say that you had beef with Edge for this whole time, for years. It culminated to what we've seen. Edge gets hurt. You go away. And then you go on a rampage and you go against Drew. So you're going to take like six to seven months off from that feud, find something else to do, in this case with The Fiend, and then come right back to Edge and continue? Like, how do you, how do you pick that up? There has Edge has to come back somehow. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Edge is going to have to come in. So I, I think – here's what I think is going to happen. So something's going to happen between Randy and The Fiend – next month at which is the pay-per-view is on the 31st it's the end of the month next month so that's a long time away um so i think they're going to continue their program and i don't think we're gonna get i i think we're gonna get a finish i think this is when the uh the fiend gets a clean win because edge is gonna have some involvement and then that's where you go that's the only way to pick this up from where you left off. I think that's a good point. Now, but it's also seen as Edge has unfinished business, which I guess you can say that because he got hurt. I think what they don't want to do is they don't want to overlap storylines with more with the wrestler. So meaning like, do they really want Orton to go against Edge and at the same time in the back of his mind have the Fiend waiting for him? Well, I don't they, think they want to do that. They kind of did that with uh, how, how this Fiend feud started. Yeah, it started where it off was, a little bit with McIntyre and, and correct, the Fiend and, and Orton. passing of the guard sort of moment that we had on the ramp that day where Randy decided instead of turning over his shoulder who he knew the Fiend was there, and he ends up getting him in the long run, he ran towards Orton to finish uh, to Orton, uh, till McIntyre to finish that off. Yeah. Um, they try not to, but they do because in order for it to make sense, you kind of have to overlap some things sometimes. You're never going to get a, a clean, clean end because how do you just end a feud with somebody? You're going to have to pass them eventually again. Yeah. You know, it's like on site. If I see you, we're fighting on site. That's it. Yeah. I mean, uh, the way the the way the way feuds end in wrestling, I mean, just look at how McIntyre and Orton ended. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, McIntyre beat Orton and that was like kind of it. And then The Fiend comes after Orton and McIntyre ends up going with, like, The Miz and AJ. And, so. and that was by choice because they had a um, they had some stipulation matches to see who the number one contender was. Mm-hmm. They so, like a tournament. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't even – Drew didn't even have beef with anybody until it, it was necessary. Yeah. You know? Now, a cool thing, uh, transitioning from the, uh, the uh, main event, which I never thought was going to be the Firefly Inferno match, we saw uh, two – uh, belts change hands both of them tag teams and we yep. saw which I figured that yes and the first one I would talk about just because I've been waiting to talk about is the fact that the New Day are not champions anymore <laughs> <You> <laughs> and know, um, that's something that we called 
in their predictions, and they had to make it right. We said that they, in the prediction. They had to they make it right. Had from the to last do it. Time they, they had to do it. Up. I mean, this time was the. I mean, it was basically like the last resort for them yeah. to do it. I mean, you really couldn't get you Should really get couldn't drag it off it. anymore. Yep. Now, what they're doing, if you notice, is they're intertwining Shelt, um, Cedric Alexander to be like this different character now. Do you notice this? Yeah, he's supposed to be like bigger than himself. Yeah, like where he's getting bigger than the group. Centered. Yes. Yeah. It got into his head. <clears throat> yeah, he, like when he tagged in, um, when he tagged him, when Shelton had the match won, and he comes in and does his finisher, mm-hmm. and one, two, three, start the car, the new champs. Yeah. Now I was on Instagram checking out our Instagram page, Sons of Foot Radio. You can always check us out there. And cheap luck. <laughs> and what, wait, what's her email again? Uh, Sunset Foot Podcast <laughs> at Gmail dot com. That's even a cheaper plug. But um, I saw this guy who posted something that said. What happens if Keith Lee turns heel at Royal Rumble, wins the Rumble, joins the Hurt Business, beats McIntyre Mania, Jesus and then the Hurt Business has all the gold? Jesus. <clears throat> Oof. It's a lot. It's a lot of moving pieces. That's a lot of moving pieces. It's a lot of meat. For someone that's very stagnant and not a uh, not a fan and the and you know McMahon's not a fan of him, it could work, that, but that's the that's only just... way that's the only way that you can get Keith Lee over too. That's Use the rest yeah. of everybody else who's getting themselves over now. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically riding MVP um, to the championship. Yeah. Not a bad look. It's not a bad look, but then to me, it's kind of sounds like desperation to get him over. That's true. <clears throat> but, that's I mean, true. I don't want to even think about that. That's right. just Because that, then I mean, it really could be considered like a new nation sort of deal. That's, I mean, that's FB 101. You know what I mean? Do I think that the Hurt Business are going to be tag champions from now until WrestleMania? Probably not. So what, what I think they're going to do is I think they're going to Somehow Cedric's gonna disband them or something like that, and I think that's how they're gonna get. The, so the yeah. hurt business breaks up. Yeah, not necessarily. Maybe Cedric. Or he will gets leave. get kicked out. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But I mean, but that who steps match, in? huh? Yeah, who well, steps? You don't in? need anybody for right now. I guess, but with the four men, it, it's more of a dominant. Yeah, I mean, thing. I I really it want lo- Bob. It's a good look. I really want Bobby to start defending his title more. I think that's coming. Yeah, I, I think uh, I heard that Riddle is the number one guy going into Rumble, mm, mm. Um, which kind of makes sense because Riddle and MVP Remember, had a little gimmick. A, um, Keith Lee, Keith Lashley. Lee Lashley. I mean, yeah. I thought that would have been phenomenal until Vince McMahon said, "Keith Lee, you suck at wrestling, basically," and you're in the same category as Otis and in Omis and um, Daba Kato, who are going to get classes led by Drew Gulak and Adam Pearce at the Performance Center. So. No, but I mean, if you look at that match, to me, it was a typical tag match, heavily dominated by the Hurt Business. I mean, heavily dominated, almost to the point where, yeah. <clears throat> like, the I'm not going to say the New Day got buried, but, like, um, it's past it. It's in between a burial and domination because mm. it was maybe, what, 12 minutes, and there was a lot of offense by the Hurt Business. And they totally controlled that match. You got a rager over there, I can see. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. really happy. I mean, just because... <laughs> Really, I really, I really am happy because I am a huge fan of of switching things up a little bit. But then I'm, I'm not a huge fan of of you know, um, getting my hopes up a lot because, yeah. I mean, it's wrestling. It is. We know. Yeah, we're I mean, right. we like, know where, honestly, where like, I'm not, I'm not a mind reader, but like, I can kind of guess <laughs> what's gonna happen. And I'm not a racist. <laughs> I'm not a racist. I got one black boot and one white boot. I'm not a racist. <laughs> um, that's from the infamous Arsenio Hall show with Macho Man. Please Google that. It's very funny. Um, no, but to be honest, I knew that the her business was gonna 
be the champions. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. The way it did happen with Cedric kind of being a self-centered character that now, was, that I didn't was expect different. that. I didn't expect it. Was it was different. And but look they kind of had seen the setup uh, about a week or so ago. Yeah. No interference. Nope. Didn't need it. MVP really doesn't interfere that much. Mm-mm. And Bobby wasn't there. He didn't need to be there. He came out at the end, which was smart to it show was, the dominating faction at the top of the ramp. And it was better he wasn't there. Thank you for saying that because it showed that they can function on their own. MVP barely getting involved, if anything, was perfect. And Lashley not even being at ringside or nowhere to be found was perfect, too. Yeah, it made a 100% sense. It made it more legitimate. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, and it they, meant more in the minds of a fan. Yeah. Now, I, I think they'll have a decent run with that. I mm-hmm. think they'll hold it for a little bit. I don't want to see them go back to fight the New Day. No, but okay. Again, so who's else? Yeah, yeah, there we go. I mean, we into this conversation. What are the tag teams that they're in Raw besides the Hurt Business and the New Day? Uh, the Hardy Bros. <laughs> I really hope they become a New Day. Did you see the horrible promo by, by Matt Hardy they or were, Jeff Hardy? They both. both. He both was like, it doesn't matter because we have faith. Yeah. I'm like... Dude, like, so you, so you, so you're gonna. Dr- I mean, obviously you were a drug addict and alcohol abuser, and now you're like all about Jesus. Yeah, praise the Lord. Christ, twelve twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm gonna start coming out John sit three sixteen on my face paint, <laughs> and then like Matt Hardy, uh, Matt Hardy, uh, Matt Riddle. Riddle, whatever you want to call him, Riddle, Matt Riddle, same thing. Like these little infomercials that he's doing, these little plugs with the with the you emphasizing the word bro with the, all these different ideas that he has it's very childish and it doesn't make any sense well speaking of childish um you know we can talk about raw as a whole um, i'm sure you read those dirt sheets talking about that um they might be looking for something edgier and a little bit darker let's light someone on fire yeah let's <laughs> murder somebody Let, on let's television. have a human barbecue in the yeah. middle of the ring <laughs> you know what i mean right. uh well i mean that that's step one yeah. And then I'm trying to think of what was edgier last night. Maybe, uh, maybe Alexa was a dark. It was a dark segment. Nah, that no, no. That, that I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm stretching now, man. Like, cause the, the only, opening... the only way you get to, to, to this area, and you can constantly stay there, is if you change the rating of the television program. Yeah, that's the only re. That's the only thing, and Show they are, blood. they are. They they know that that's what they should do, and they are holding steady on that, man. Yeah. I feel USA, like their back is against the wall, and they're like, no, we, we're not going to. That's totally USA's call, though. Mm. It's yeah, USA's call. Money talks, I'll right? tell you right now, if USA told Vince, Vince, go TV 14, Vince is going to go TV 14. Mm, put the titties out there. Get yeah. the puppies back on like, TV. Not even that. I just think the, the, I think the first thing he'll throw up is blood. Honestly. He'll, he'll throw up some blood. First blood matches, he'll throw up. The, you know, all yeah. bleeding, all that stuff. You know what I mean? You know, I think they can do that tastefully mm-hmm. and still make the rating and still satisfy their shareholders and, and stuff like that. You know, a- it's a AEW is TV 14. So right. what they do is they say the word shit. And what they do oh, is oh, very NYPD blue. Of them. <laughs> yeah. Remember when that was a big thing yeah. years ago? Yeah. We're going to say shit. It's 50 at night. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Comedy then, Central, like after eleven. Yeah, yeah. When they, South Park uh, had the counter, yeah. oh my god, that was great. And then what they do is they bleed, but they do it not every match, but I mean they'll probably do it maybe once every couple dynamites, which is fine because you're getting a little taste of it. If you have a yeah, if you but ha- sometimes it, it they like bleed a little too much. Yeah, they they go like 
full crimson mask and that's like a little much yeah even me like i'm like all right man clean and i up. mean look at where we were in the wwe and the attitude era when they were there was a lot of matches and there was blood you had first blood matches you had yeah crimson masks everywhere and it was just like that died with the times and we always said why did it it's die school wrestling, yeah they changed the they changed the rating when you know the whole thing with benoit happened and then look at that oh, yeah, you know what right. i mean so yeah, like right. you put a lot of pieces together causing the wwe to go to uh what is it tv tv pg tv pg, TV PG. Yeah, yeah and like you know you can't you could go up. I mean, you can't go down. You can't go to TVG. That'd be really weird. No, but I, I mean, <laughs> you it's know, like iCarly. Yeah, <laughs> like Keenan and Kel. Yeah, you're gonna go TV fourteen. That's probably the best thing to do, honestly. And I mean, if because it works, it at, works. Look at those. Look at those kids. They're growing up. Everybody grows yeah. up. You know, you gotta find. You really gotta find a middle ground with your audience. Yeah, and I mean, the attitude era... And don't consider us stupid either. No. Like, you know, if we have kids and this might not be for them, let us make that decision. You do you, and I'll take care of the parenting. Look at the audience that they were trying to gain back in the attitude era when they were saying suck it and, you know, giving middle fingers in Austin. It was that 18 to 24, right? Yeah, I mean, they also played into... You also have to think of... You know, that's a a topic we can talk about one day, Um, so I won't go overkill on it. That whole late 90s for television as a whole, which and this does include professional wrestling and, and Raw and uh, WCW, Nitro and stuff, that whole television genre was changing. So they all kind of like – think of kids. They all grew up together. Mm-hmm. So once one person started to get really edgy, and I really do feel like it centered itself around professional wrestling, I feel like other programs – and I was joking about NYPD Blue – um, they started to dip the toe in the water about what they can and can't do and talk to standards and practices and try to Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shows on up, FX, you know I mean? like uh, Archer. Oh, God. Um, yeah. um, Dave. Dave. God, that's such a good show. You know, just they're saying shit. Oh, they're, they're saying more than that yeah. and doing more than that, too. He's having so, sex with sex dolls in that one show. Yeah. And it's, you're watching them. It's funny. It's I mean, like, when the WWE let off, I mean, the, I would say the most graphic thing that they've done in, in a while, was it on was it by accident when, when Lesnar cut open or, uh, in a SummerSlam? And then when he and then when him and... He definitely hard-weighed him, too. Yeah, he did. He hit him with yeah. an elbow, but yeah. yeah. And then when Reigns was I mean, a crimson mask... it's not hard to mask. make somebody bleed over the eyebrow. It's yeah. the thinnest part of your skin. Thinnest part of your skin, yeah. yeah. And he hit him with a straight his elbow. And when you saw Reigns and Lesnar at WrestleMania, yeah, I was trying to find the spot where that happened, and it just like all of a sudden the just, referee just threw his mask or threw his gloves on. Yeah, I almost said mask like it was a COVID match. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get any of my mask. No, I'm slapping with my Purell as my finisher. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens with the whole blood, but I mean, I think some of the matches, especially the TLC matches that we'll talk about a little bit later, did have a good amount of violence in them. Oh, they they were they were great. They were great. They were amazing. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta be honest. This whole pay per view, very good. The, all these pay per views in these eras, they really have been like surprising us. And mm-hmm. I I don't know why we keep putting them down. Backlash was horrendous, but I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean they they all can't be winners. Hell in a Cell was very good. Survivor Series was very bad. I mean, it was okay. It was all right, but they were missing was, the element from last year. Yeah, I mean, they were missing fans, NXT, and, and it was all about the Undertaker NXT. and all that yeah. stuff. But I mean. Um, no, don't get me started. No, yeah, no. Yeah. We're going to... Um, I want to dive into the other tag team match where... The women's match? The women's tag team match. It was Asuka and a mystery partner. Mm. I mean, if you live under mm. a rock, 
If you live under a rock, what did your dad have to say about her? Funny story. (laughs) So I called my dad on Monday. I thought after, yeah, I called my dad on Monday. Yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. We called my dad yesterday, and and then I was like, "Did you watch TLC?" Because he has my login. Oh yes, yes. He has my father. My father has all the logins, right? He's like. He's like, oh, Tom, what's your Netflix login? Oh, here you go, Dad. Yeah, what's, like, the, hub, what's the hub one? Oh, what do you got? I don't have the premium, man. It was free for a lot during COVID, man. <laughs> no, but uh, no, my father, he has I, he has my login for Netflix, the WWE Network, the Hulu. He has my sister's Disney Plus. So, like, he's he's enjoying his entertainment, which he should. You oh, know. Do you watch a Mandalorian? No, I don't oh, watch. Oh, my God. I wish Jeff was here today. Yeah. Holy crap. I shit my pants. It was great. Um, it's a good time. So I was like, Dad, what'd you think of TLC? He's like, Oh, I thought it was great. You know, then when Charlotte came back, yeah, that was awesome. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she Ma- looked good. Was I mean, around. you <laughs> can tell. I mean, she got she her got, she got her she breast got reduction. Yeah. She got work done. Um, I don't think she lost a step in the ring, but I mean, obviously, the element of surprise wasn't there because as a true wrestling fan, you knew she was coming back. Yeah, she yeah, just I heard knew she it. was like on the call sheet. Meaning yeah. like who had to be there, and I was like, okay. She was coming back. Although the Billy Kay segment in the back with the the Oscar mask she made, I was cracking up. Yeah, I was. Billy Kay is funny. She is. Yeah, I, I love her little gimmick with the uh, with the resume with the resume. Yeah. She keeps updating it after like every week and shit happens. It's great. <laughs> but um, okay, so now Oscar and Flair against Baszler and and my favorite wrestler Nia Jax. Yeah, can you gotta you gotta talk me through this one? I watched it, whatever. But what, I, I say I need you to talk me through it because I need the logic in this. What are we doing? Where are we going? What, what we're doing is we're setting that? up Charlotte Flair against Asuka. I got that from the jump. Yeah. Uh, everybody. Anybody who would know. A blind that. man would know that. And especially they, they touched on it Monday night yeah, when they, she was they, on commentary. Yeah. And she was talking about it in the ring right before she got cut off by them. Because mm-hmm. um, she did it as a favor. Okay, now talking about the women's championship, and boom, somebody's music hit. So was this necessary? Do you have to put gold on her? Could they have just lost in some way that, you know, protect Charlotte, but she came back and it was cool and all. Wow. Wow. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. Um, Sorry. This, mid-sentence here. This is. Holy balls. This is large, yeah. huge breaking news. I mean. Huge. Huge breaking news. It's huge. Um, Sunset Flip Radio is now in the newspaper (laughs) (laughs) we are gonna be on the howl patch and um it just went up how come i can't find it um i just uh she sent me the link oh that's why yeah oh you gotta go on the website website yeah, Ach, it's, in our, it's in our community center. Probably ah, there we are. We're on the front page, my friend. Ooh. Um, anybody out there? Oh, well, oh, sh- holy wh- shit. What we're going to do is we're going to post um, the link. Like this, all right, like I'm getting like goosebumps right now. This is this is something that me and Alex put a lot of our time into. And this really means a lot to us. And this is just going to open up tons of avenues for us. And we really appreciate the Howl Patch online paper for writing this beautiful article about me about us that i haven't even read yet <laughs> so like i just know it's good 
the tagline is Howell Duo Launches Wrestling Podcast Made by Fans for Fans. And that is exactly what this podcast is about, ladies and gentlemen. The art and sport of professional wrestling by two schmucks, a.k.a. two <laughs> lifelong Oh, that's what it says, wrestling. two schmucks? <laughs> Perfect. So I'm going to read um, the article once we're done with this. And it's going to be hard not to look back at the article, but... We are going to be blowing this up, and please share the article with everybody you know. You know, um, that's that's what we want, and it's going to be an awesome, awesome thing. And I'm going to email her back after yeah. we uh, after we're done. I got like the goosebumps now, man. This is awesome. Like we made, Ma, I made the paper. Ma, you know? meatloaf. <laughs> Ma, we made the paper. No, but um, uh, this is going to be hard to transition back to Charlotte Flair. Why do they do it? Um, they simply did it because just to build up Flair and Oscar, just to build up the storyline from WrestleMania 34. At the expense of others, yeah, they put over other people. Yeah, that the the why you know like that could have went to I don't, I don't even know because Oscar shouldn't have been there in the first damn place. Then mm-hmm. what do you do with Lana when whenever she comes back? Because you were telling some sort of story. Um, obviously. Charlotte has beef with uh, Nia Jax. So, okay. Before she gets to Asuka, I do think they will go that route um, where her and um, Nia uh, wrestle. Um, so that'll give us a, a good month or so. Yeah. But other than that, like, what are we doing? I, oh, my God. I, I mean, what we're doing is we're getting Shayna and Nia out of the picture, which is smart because I see Shayna being more of an opponent for Asuka. So, like, this is what I think is going to happen. I think that Shayna is going to go for Asuka and Flair is still going to be there. But then eventually we're going to see, like, a Sasha Banks Bailey thing. What do you mean? Well, you see, like, I'm going to ravel us champions and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Okay. I got it. Yep. Well, that, yeah, no, I get it. That makes sense. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I, I guess so. But I don't know. This story has been told, like, could Shayna now? Because remember this that other tag team, Shayna and Nia, was very rocky to that start other anyway, tag team. right? Um, and so, could we get a quick program with those two fighting, breaking up, and then I, it can go so many ways because you can see Shayna try to step into the um, title picture, but then here's here's Charlotte lingering here. She yeah. can get involved and be like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever you got, I'm breaking this I'm up. a 10-time champion. Mm-hmm. I have the credentials. I have the resume. Right. You were a two-time NXT champion who what have you done? came up here. And yeah. you came up short against I'm Becky. the queen. What are you doing? Yeah. Right, yeah. Even though Becky was pregnant, no one knew. Yeah. So, Oof. But, I mean, that match from start to finish, typical tag match, like no big spots, uh, the hot tags, existent. Yep. Uh, Charlotte hit her finisher. Not her figure eight, but the... Um, What's like um, I just blew. I just got my mind blank. What's your natural selection? Natural selection, yeah. Natural selection, and uh, that was it. So start the car. Charlotte Charlotte Reigns is now a tag team champion. Charlotte. So now Reigns. she. This is great. But she's not the full circle complete champion, like Lame. Bailey and Oscar. She hasn't won Money in the Bank. So she's won everything else besides Money in the Bank. Ugh, you think Actually, no, and Bailey hasn't won the Rumble, but Asuka's won everything. Yeah. yeah. Bailey hasn't won She hasn't won the Rumble right. yet. Yeah. I can't believe that she beat Bianca Belair the other day. Yeah, that... Uh, that sour taste in my mouth. I think everybody expected her to go over, like, I don't think there was a shadow of a doubt 
So, like, if you were betting on that match, you would have lost a shit ton of money. But, oh, my God. Her losing, like, what? who does that benefit? doesn't benefit anybody. Now it's just like you're burying her. Like, what are we doing? Why are we going backwards? We're making such positive strides forward with different characters, including uh, Bianca Belair, uh, most importantly. And now she loses? You know, she, she's she got a Charlotte gimmick because her – any time you say you're the best at something, you know, we we know this from uh, a Brett, you know, it, it's a heel – It's a heel, Brett. Yeah, Brett, screw Brett. <laughs> it's a heel mentality. It's a, it's a heel thing to yeah. pat yourself on the back and bury Horowitz yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or give a self-high five like uh, Diamond Dallas Page did. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, Barry Horowitz. There's good, a shirt. Good oh yeah, that's a great. That's a, that's an old school reference. You, know. you don't you don't normally throw the old school references. You uh, point. You, I, don't, you, I only know a few. You go to the well a lot with Hakeem, but I like the very hard. <laughs> got two. The forty two Hakeems <laughs> in the corner over there, and I got the warlord in the front, like he's the best fucking wrestler. Of all he's time. got one Hakeem for Clown every wrestler there is. <laughs> <laughs> and do you see how like he just sticks out above everybody? Else? Oh, I, that's why I'm looking right at him. I'm yeah. looking at his uh, doppelganger over here. He's like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? One man gang over there. Yeah, but um, no. They changed hands of of Nia and Shane, I think, just because they don't. To they me, weren't, they weren't moving the needle. No they matter weren't moving what, the anyway. needle, and I think you had to bring more prestige, like prestigious well, atmosphere to that title belt. And, and here was what I thought was very funny. It was the first time in months that they had mentioned that that title can move between brands. Yes. Um, I'm. A, I'm expecting that because of COVID, they haven't really been doing a lot of stuff. Although it's every- a smart idea, it is a smart idea. But now, yesterday was the first time in months that they had mentioned it, and now I believe they're defending the championship or going to SmackDown with it. They promoted it, so this Christmas episode, which they either filmed or are doing so as we speak, um, is becoming a very big show. It is where I think Big E might win the championship. In a lumberjack in match. In a lumberjack match. So and, that... and Owens against Reigns. They're taping it today. Oh, okay, so they are on Tuesday. Today. Okay. If you listen to this podcast, it's on Tuesday. We're t- recording Tuesday. If you listen to this on Christmas Day, they already recorded the SmackDown. So whenever you, whenever you listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Google Podcasts, cheap plug, um, they are recording yeah. SmackDown tonight. So. Yep. We won't put any spoilers because I bet you that they're going to be. Um... They'll be online. Oh, I think they were kind of already online. Were they? Yeah, but I, I don't, I mean, don't, I don't want to see anything. I, I don't want to see anything either. Just keep it as fresh. I know they posted the AEW spoilers for tomorrow's show. Oh no, for the thirtieth. They already taped the thirtieth show. Oh wow. show on the thirtieth. Yeah, but we'll see what happens with this. I mean, what I think is going to happen is you're going to see them defend the titles a couple times against two. It's, it's to be TBD to be determined. You can have a whole conversation of who else. Who they're going to get thrown together? I mean, I would like to see. I would like to see the Riot Squad get a chance, <laughs> just because they kind of got robbed. I thought the Riot Squad should have had a chance way back. Yeah, just just um, have a match. Yeah, you and know? then their match got on canceled. the Raw side. Yeah, yeah. They, it got canceled. You're right. And then on the Raw side, you have Dana Brooke and. Don't want to see it. <laughs> Don't want to see it. Don't want to see and it. Andy if they Rose. can't, if they can't beat Nia and Shayna. Then they can't beat Flair and Oscar. You know what I mean? Right. If so, they won that match last night, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's just throw them a bone. But no. Yeah, it's true. That's no. a good point. It's not gonna work. Yeah. 
It's logic. That's wrestling 101. You know what I mean? If when 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 we've been watching dozens and dozens of storylines and tag team buildups, if you you can't have a tag team go against the champions after losing to the former champions. Yeah. It just makes no sense. Yeah. So, I mean, they could go and drop it right back. I mean, that's the only other way. Yeah. That it would make sense, but then uh, I don't know. Where what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? do? I don't know. And, 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 you know, we really can't dive too much into it because it's so it's new. It's it's like just born. You know what I mean? Like, but but what we can dive into is a title that didn't change hands. And that was Carmella and Sasha Banks. Now, Carmella is exactly what I thought that Heyman said. She has definitely stepped up since she left, in my opinion. Mm. I think her ring work is better. It's probably her best match that she's had in her WWE career. I'm not going to include NXT because... She didn't really work much. Yeah, not exactly. Yeah, she was a champion. She won the Money in the Bank twice. But (laughs) I really think that this was her best match, especially coming off with a brand new gimmick, a brand new character, Mm -hmm. and you're getting the national spotlight in a title match on a pay-per-view against Sasha Banks. Yeah. So Sasha Banks is the one that you always talk about. Was it 27 days you always said? Mm Mm-hmm. So that so she got a second title defense, like so successfully defended it. So this yeah. is now number two. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, that match overall, it was very good. I thought they the, gave they gave they all gave the matches time. time. Yeah. Yep. Which um, was very nice. They I thought the ending, the ending, to me, the ending was kind of rushed a little bit. It did. It did come up very quick. She did, she, and she didn't even hesitate to really tap out. Yeah, she countered, hit the bank statement, boom, done. Yeah, like it was a little too quick. I thought they might, they might have <laughs> felt that it was like, all right, let's wrap it up now. Yeah, kind of sort of thing. Like it did feel rushed because everything was so like drawn out, and then that happens. There's no way they planned it to go like that. Yeah. Now, Sasha, now, right? Carmela's. Is she done? I don't think so. No. I think Carmella's still going to hang around a you little bit. You might have in between few. I mean, you know, we have a very long way to go until I the mean, Rumble. So. Technically now, Bailey beat Bianca. Bailey's up there. Right. And see, that's where it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Unless they're holding off on Bianca winning. I So here you go. This might... Um, What is that? Uh put her in the trajectory to go straight they to were, the top and win the uh, You're really the today with the Horowitzes and the trajectories. Right. <laughs> and I you're had and I had two Mad Elf beers which are both 11% before hey, no. I got here hey. so hey. Tipsy. Hey, hey. talk to the old Tipsy Elf radio. there. <laughs> the satchel. The satchel. <laughs> Indiana Indiana Jones had one. Yeah. Um it's not a purse. So it's, I, it's a, yeah. <laughs> so I think that she might that might be by her losing might kind of tell us that she's winning the rumble bianca yeah yeah instead of her winning which then you were like okay so then does she just go into a match or or you know build up with um sasha now that sasha's got two wins under her you know now you can kind of play with that a little bit because if if she defended once and then just say lost to carmella like where do we go from here like you just buried her again yeah, you know she has to get She's a win right somewhere. Again. Yeah, Can and you... she she had to fight for this one. Like this one wasn't an easy. Oh, Carmella, uh, Sasha. Oh yeah, to, Sasha to, yeah. to retain. Yeah. yeah, plus plus Carmella. I mean, I think that she had to fight for her new gimmick to get over with with the bigwigs. I know that she has the approval of Paul Heyman. I know Vince trusts Paul Heyman. Well, he did on Raw, but now... Yeah, I don't know about that, but still. I think I think that was uh, a cover-up because he moved him to SmackDown 
where you want the attention to be because it's on Fox. So do you sabotage I mean, Raw listen, whatever to gain more viewers on a bigger platform? That's crazy because if that's true, Raw's Vince's baby no matter what. It is. Um, and he's always going to protect that show. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so is SmackDown, but still, yeah. but Raw is his first. Yeah, but the money that the money that's coming in from uh oh yeah that that Fox national is, television money of yeah, course of course yeah it's ridiculous you know, money talks we all know that yeah um well you know whatever but I I think it, it whatever the case is Heyman's doing great work even his talking smack segments with Big E and awesome. KO oh my awesome. god don't put that on the network give me that on television mm-hmm. extend well you can't on SmackDown because of the news but. Or whatever you do. I want to see that on TV. I don't really want to go searching for it. And, yeah, I can find it easily by opening up Twitter. Did you see The Rock on FS1? It didn't. I didn't watch it either. I was – I think we were already on the channel because it had moved that day. Yeah, it was on FS1, and and they had Talking Smack right after. I didn't didn't watch it. I didn't even think about watching it. I was was just tired. Like, it wasn't even – So, like, are they desperate now to bring people back? And then, of course, guess what? Two weeks from yesterday, we're all legends. Oh God! You uh, see uh, As you roll your eyes, it's just like who Hogan. Did they, who did they Hogan, lead off with? Hogan. Hmm. <laughs> well, he can't. He can't hawk a network. Oh, and only nine ninety nine, brother. It's like Hogan Flair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, God. Hogan Flair, Tori Wilson. Because <clears throat> when I think of divas, I think of Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson. Um. At least bring Lita or Trish. Uh, oh, I thought one of them was going to be there. I don't know. Uh, oh, I, Alicia Fox. Uh, you Alicia see that? Fox. Yeah, like um, Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, what? Who else did I see? I, I seen a the list. The Raw on Legends on television. So what? Randy Orton can RKO one of them. So your first Raw uh-huh. of the year yep. is going to be the Legends are back. Which means Edge can come back. Yes. Maybe this is a setup this again. This is a setup again. Oh, Big Show. Big Show's a legend. Big Show. If Christian shows up, oh, God. I'm, <laughs> Jeff's I'm FaceTiming Jeff the second he comes on to see what his reaction is. Yeah. Like, this fucking guy. Or if, if, you, if you don't, he'll probably get a hold of us. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, can I just, like, give me... He'd be like, give me can, the... Can I be in an Inferno match so I could burn him? Yeah. He'd be like, what's your Instagram uh, information for Sons of Radio? I want to go live right now and just say what I think. It's like, all right. You know what I mean? This is a monstrosity. This is a horrible... Such oh, a shame. Oh, my God. Yeah. God. The... So- um, Go ahead, I'm sorry. I want to talk about that eight man tag though on the uh, attack on the pre show. Good. I thought it was good. I don't know why the Intercontinental Champion is an eight man tag on a pre show. Well, especially with all that setup we've had over the last yeah. couple weeks. But maybe and Nakamura again, too. Wishful thinking. Nakamura, because... man, get the shovel out for him. <laughs> Otis? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Hey. Really? You're going to bury Nakamura. Blue collar working man. Yeah. You're going to bury Nakamura, former Royal Rumble winner, mm. who turned heel at WrestleMania for no fucking reason, and they still don't Low know blows. why. Yeah. Low blows. No speak English, which is a phenomenal that promo. That's promo. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to have him lose to Otis? Come on, dude. <laughs> really? Who's well, tagged your with, boy Cesaro's who's there, tagged with Shorty G, a.k.a. Chad Gable, a.k.a. American Alpha Gable, whatever it is now? That's just bad for Nakamura. The alpha system. I mean, I'm happy Ricochet is getting his time because I like Ricochet, but I mean... Did you see his promo on Raw Talk or whatever it was? Kind it was of. basically like in tears. It was like some sort of like a work shoot thing he's got going on because he's 
we're either going to see him join Retribution and go from there and whatever, or uh, I don't know. We're, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to talk about it. I just know that the shovel, the grave is there. The shovel's there. Bury yourself. Bury yourself. <laughs> Make it an inferno buried alive match. You and Bray Wyatt can hang out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hand can pop out of the dirt. I'm not yeah. dead yet. <laughs> I'm damn not it. dead yet. Let me in or let me out. Um, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> A surprising twist to now Alex is the king of the tag team matches are always the first match of the card. First match of the card. And you know what? He, Alex is oh, I learned 100%. that from watching you. <laughs> but you're always right when you talk about it. And we, you did lead all you end the show last week saying that the first match is going to be the tag titles changing hands. They threw close. they threw that in at at six fifty eight on the pre show saying, uh, Tom Phillips said, oh the or Charlie Cruz said the WWE Championship is hanging from above. That's gonna be your opening match. And I was like, whoa, wow. When you wow. open the match like that with th- all this stuff going on, will the Miz cash in? Yeah. Will he not cash in? Will AJ go clean? Will Drew go clean? That's not a bad way. It's to not a, to engage and to engage and to change your thought. Yes, and when we get to the other TLC match, it's even more so. Yeah, and I say that because by doing what they did to open TLC, you really cast a doubt. Like, oh shit, he really might lose. And we all know we we all think of TLC as some throwaway pay per view because you know the Rumble is a month out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really they they they're they're getting their finger on the pulse of this one. They're yeah. getting really damn good at this. At like throwing you those little swerves, um, for for shit like this, and it, and it, and it pleased me. Like I was very happy about that because it got me thinking. Okay, if AJ wins, what's gonna happen? You actually get the wheels turning. And you're like, okay, you play the scenarios out, and it doesn't seem as bad as it maybe once sounded. Yeah. All and this is all before the the bell rang. So now you, you know you're starting to think. Okay. Um, what can we see here? So is he really going to lose? How is he going to lose? Will the Miz cash in? Whatever. And, you know, it, it, long story short, this match was a banger. It was. This, this, this whole pay-per-view um, just started from, from opening literally to close. It was on fire. It was, it was, <laughs> it was on fire. <laughs> no pun intended. Right. It was on fire. Um, no, but, I mean, the opening match, it was, it was awesome because for a second there, AJ was like – can he do it? Can he do it? He's taking out like his legs, like he's doing like all this old school he stuff. He took out his leg the minute the referee rang that bell. Mm-hmm. Took him out, and I was like, "Oh, here we go. Here we're working the leg already. Here we go. Shoot the leg, Johnny. Shoot the leg. Yeah. Oh, you already posted it. That's awesome. Oh yeah. All right, cool. Do you have a problem with that, Mister Lawrence? No sense. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because um. Yes. Because Christine's watching Cobra Kai. Oh, I know. That's why yeah. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but um, no, I thought that match was, was very, very a killer opening match. Like, killer opening match. Uh, had 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 everything you wanted. It was such. You're so giddy right now. Well, I'm starting <laughs> to read the article. I'm yeah. sorry. Not not your your new red shirt that it looks like you just took out of the package. Oh yeah, this is nice. or or salmon. nicely folded. It's oh, salmon, salmon. color shirt. Oh, the salmon jacket. Yeah. Tom's looking like fucking Mark Henry here. <laughs> I'm not sweating that bad though, but not um, yet. Well, it's nice and cool in here. He's yeah. got more left in the tank, damn it. Yeah. I still got some left in the tank. 
<laughs> no, I mean, it, 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 the whole TLC match, right? Tables, Austin, Chairs. It utilized all of them very well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you hear, I came to play. And like, I what? I like, think, yeah. I'm marking out. And I see the I see the virtual fans marking out. Like, yeah. oh my God, is this going to happen? Yeah. Is this going to happen? Are we finally going to see the Miz cash in? And be a meaningless champion again. And let me stop you right there, because how believable actually was that? It wasn't believable. I don't know. For me, it wasn't. For a hot second, you you were like, okay, I didn't see that coming. I would have assumed it would have been like an after. Yeah. Like it normally is. They'll try to capitalize on the fact that like you're hurt. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you're hurt the whole time in this match. Yeah. So um, it, it was good. It was good. The, um, and he had Morrison right behind him, right in tow, you know, um, and he did help to do what he could. Um, obviously, it wasn't enough, yeah. but, yeah. But, uh, you know, let's talk about the ladder match in general and ladder matches overall. We all know how they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, fake like you're getting up there. The He's the only person up there, and then they're slowly making their way up. Oh, their leg is hurting, and they're dragging their leg. They kind of look around because they're waiting to see wh- who's going to knock them over. And they slowly get up, and then up there magically comes the person who should have been super hurt there to fight you on the ladder, knock you over, pull you down, or whatever. Um, and, you know, we, we, we went through all these tropes in the match because what can you do? And we went through that in the other TLC match, but it didn't seem stale in both of those matches. But we saw Omis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who, like baby carried the Miz and like gently put him on the table. I thought he was going to miss him. Uh, yeah. He is getting work though, but I mean, it's work. Yeah. And then he chased, he chased Morrison away. And then like the whole thing now with the Miz is going to do, cause he's an idiot is now. Well, well they're going to say he never, he cashed never cashed in. in, but the bell rang. It did. Yeah. The oh, bell rang. Oh, they, okay. they announced a triple threat and the bell rang. Oh. Yeah. And the bell rang. Okay. okay. Even though Morrison didn't hand it to him, the Miz said, I'm cashing in now. And he gave it. He gave the briefcase to the ref. The ref gave it to uh, uh, Mike Rome or whoever it was. Yeah, whoever was And then saying, yeah. he announced it. It's a triple threat TLC match now. Oh, so okay. there's no way that we can get around this. If if somehow... Will we do another Law and Otis segment? No. If somehow <laughs> that he gets his briefcase back, I am not going to watch for a week. I always have these like these little you always shots. I've always said that. Right. like If Nia Jax is champion, I'm not going to watch. You know what I mean? If 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 the fiend dies, I'm not gonna watch. If the Miz gets this back after the whole buildup of him getting it from Otis and then him teasing us and then him cashing it in and never really counted, yeah, that makes zero sense. Yep. You really can't backtrack into a positive outcome from that. Yeah. You, you really can't. Yeah. You can't. Rever- you just can't. You can't reverse book. No, yeah. you can't. So now we're gonna we're gonna see next week. We're gonna see how the Miz is gonna play that off, and then we're gonna see. Does Did he, he mention it Mag- yesterday? He kind of like at the end of the of the promo at the end of Miz TV, and he was like, "John, you're right. I really never did cash it in." And then Drew McIntyre's music hit. So, what is this gonna be like? Uh, Curtis Axel still didn't lose in there. <laughs> I never lost. <laughs> never lost. Never. Uh, no, but now, like, where does Drew McIntyre go? I mean, honestly, hot take doesn't really ap- appease me that much. McIntyre with his whole being the champion. No, yeah, I mean he's good. Yeah, I mean he's come on. he's good. Like yeah, he's good. I mean, do I want AJ? Yeah, like AJ better. But I mean, McIntyre wheelhouse. Wow, okay. I mean, 
Do I think he's a great wrestler? Yes. Is he a great role model for the kids? Yes. Is he a good face? Yes. Do I like him as a champion? Sometimes. Mm. Okay. No, I mean, that's okay. Everyone's opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a weird wrestling fan. Like, if anyone, 38 episodes in, I'm really weird at wrestling fans. Like, I'm, it's like, I, I look at the champions. Folks, this is the last episode. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going <laughs> to. We touch all the bases. What, I mean, honestly, if we started a podcast about something else that me and you were talking about, what would we do? Chicken salad. Oh, I hate I hate mayonnaise. You oh, know that. I, I know. It would be about cooking and like, cooking. who wants to hear us talk about how to flambe for for for, for forty two minutes? Yeah, it's like the episode of uh, South Park. He's like, oh yeah, is uh, is your pan hot? Yeah, yeah. Did you put the butter in there? <laughs> yeah, put the skin side down. Yeah, and oh, then it, yeah. and then it's like an SNL it's like, like uh, sweaty balls. Oh, the sweaty balls. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves my sweaty balls. Like we'll have a little like burner in here. I'm like, this is how you saute. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like pan. <laughs> induction pan. <laughs> What's the cooking with Tom and Alex? No. Uh oh, but King of the Wing though. Culinary corner. Culinary corner. Oh, God. <laughs> God, my fifteen minutes of fame. Now uh, now we're just true struggling podcasters uh, now, with the new now, now we have work. a newspaper article though written about right. us. Uh, gotta make it work. <laughs> gotta make it work. Um no, but I mean I mean that match is everything that I expected. I mean I kinda had a feeling that McIntyre wasn't gonna lose once Miz went through the table. Mm. And well, Miz got back up. He did, yeah. But then, like, I just I and he par- took a while to uh to put out the uh to position the ladder. Yeah. Too. Plus, take it forever. Plus, I didn't think that they would open with McIntyre losing. If that was the last match, that's different. Yeah, because then it's your like, shock oh, and awe moment. Yeah, exactly. Instead, we got human barbecue. In the middle of the ring. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So I had a feeling that he really wasn't going to lose. Got Big Ed's barbecue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Big Ed's. All uh, you can eat ribs. I haven't. Old Bridge. Been, right. I haven't oh, been. 34? I've had food from there. Correct. Yeah. Yep. I went there a lot when I was a kid. All you can eat. You Just, look like a Big Ed barbecue. I, I'm a Big Ed. I'm a Big Ed barbecue. I'm an all you can eat kind of guy. I mean, back in my heyday. Yeah. But now <laughs> it's a little bit different. <laughs> back, back before Rona hit. I used to. <laughs> yeah. Pre-Rona, post-Rona. <laughs> All right. Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. I thought Owens had a chance. I, that, I really thought Owens had a chance. So this is what I was talking about. I was like, these both of those matches were... One was more believable than yeah. the other, and that being the Roman match, which we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're going to do this. And you know what? If they did it, I wouldn't have been mad because there's going to be a point where Roman gets to some sort of a heel level that you bypass needing a belt. Yeah. And you can afford to not have it. But having him as your champion is really cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's hardcore. And then knowing then him because he knows this. He hasn't said it yet. I think he's probably said it, though. But him knowing in his mind, maybe in kayfabe or real in a wrestling world. That no one can be champion besides him. It, Nobody can. It's hard to prove me, prove him wrong at this Nobody point. Nobody can. You just can't. You know what I mean? Like, you literally can't have anybody else be champion besides him. No. Because nothing's believable. There's nobody, and I think I said this last week. Yeah. There's I, nobody who's been, for weeks. There's nobody who's been um, brought up enough that you can even see without a shadow of a doubt, okay, this is going to be the next contender. His persona. The only person who can do it. Without having even to be on television. It could have been Owens. It could have been Owens. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. The only other person who doesn't even need to because he's made his his mark. rumored next opponent. Right. Now, what Roman Reigns has done 
Example, Lars Sullivan. Why has Lars Sullivan not been on TV? He I don't not... think they want two monster kind of heel guys. I think that's Bingo. what they're saying. There's you, only one. What, what Roman yeah, is there's doing... There's only one Highlander. Yes. What Roman is doing is so monumental in this business right now that he's taken away TV time from other wrestlers on purpose. Yeah, buried Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> he's not even a thought. No. Like... You can't even... It's it's not safe it's, to be a face. It's, it's not crazy. safe to be a heel. It's you're, crazy. You're, yeah, you can't be a heel right now. He's five moves and five levels ahead of everybody, and there's no second or third. He is. That's it. I mean, my opinion of Roman Reigns, before he was shoved down all of our throats, he was good. Right. No, I know your I, opinion. I like him, him now. Yeah. I like him now. Will I buy his shirt? No, but I like watching him. But here... So, did they book themselves into a corner? No. How do you get out of it? Well, who beats him? No, you know who beats him. The great one. That's who beats him. In a year? <laughs> Maybe. Fuck. CM Punk was champion for over a year. Bailey was champion for over a year. Bailey's different. Why? Uh, God, forgive me for saying this. Because she's, she's a woman. Like, the way so? you view... Hear me out. The way you view the women's... Which, you know, at this point, it might even be seen, you know hand in hand but it, it's viewed a little bit differently especially also because the roster are so much smaller now punk on the other hand punk's year run was what 11 12 who beat punk i don't remember the rock oh that royal rumble mm. oh and that started that whole thing with cena got yeah. it man they didn't even oh man you're right he, the Rock beat him. Right. At, so, so what is he this, beat him back to back pay per views in Elimination Chamber also. So, so, so is this uh, 11, 12, 2011, 12? Yeah, about there, right before WrestleMania twenty nine. All right. So you know, people tastes have changed. People, people, the way we view stuff has changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is our attention spans. It's either The Rock or Big E. Yeah. But I think Big E is going to be an Intercontinental Champion. And he and should it, be. And I think Big E is going to... should work into it, and, like the old school way. And here's the thing with Big E. I think him and Brian are going to feud during WrestleMania season. Okay. I'm so, about that. I'm, yeah. I, I like that. So... I, I think they can go at it. I, I'd prefer one of, nobody to be heel. I think this face-face, they can do it. You know who the backup plan is, right, for The Rock? It's sad to say this, and I'm going to say it because I think people know this. It's and uh, Lesnar and... No, it's Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg uh, is the backup plan. Remember we talked about this last week and you said don't ruin the episode before saying it? Kill me. Guess what? Spoiler alert. I'm going to fucking say it now. <laughs> I'm going to ruin like, it. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin last week's, but I'm sure going to ruin this one. You blew you, it. You blew, you blew it. it. Um, no, but I mean, honestly, Goldberg is... They owe him a lot of money. Yeah. He is the backup plan. We are going to see Goldberg and Reigns at WrestleMania if we like it or not. So it's not going to happen at Rumble because Rumble's going to be Daniel Bryan versus Reigns. So we're going to see... Now, maybe. Remember, it all depends on The Rock. If The Rock doesn't show up, if Big E wins the Rumble, it's Big E Roman. If someone else wins the Rumble, it's going to be Goldberg versus Roman. Ugh. If the, the Rock's not going to be the picture. You just took the wind out of my sails. He is. It's simply the, the, the Vince, I think, has canceled Rock and Roman. He's not going to do Rock and Reigns. With nobody there. With There's nobody no there. Because I, t- and I told you this on a previous episode. They have the potential to being Icon versus Icon 2. Yeah. More than that. More than that now. No, because there's more you eyes. You bring in the whole the Samoan bloodline shit. Yeah, we always yeah. talk about and this. You put him ringside like Stu Hart was. Yeah. 
and the family was uh was that WrestleMania ten? Yeah, Bert and Owen. Yeah. But like this gimmick that Reigns has I guess come up with as as head of the table is really changing a lot of plans for a creative. I don't think I, I gotta be honest, I don't think anybody, maybe then other than Paul and Roman, had a had an inclining of it being so good. This yeah. gimmick and it blowing up and working the way it is. And I'm telling you, it's all because of no fans. It's all body language too. Body language too. None of those early matches, especially against Jey Uso, would have sold. What was that at Night of Champions and then what uh, Hell in a Cell? If there were fans there, because you couldn't convey the point in the storyline that they were telling through facial expressions, through their words. Roman was talking shit, which he never did. Yeah, he never did. He and always you can came hear with it. Smart, it, it yeah. It's so audible. Um, all of this he, is because he, of no fan. When he talks like this. Like, he gets when, like. When he's talking through his teeth. Yeah, he talks like this. You know what I mean? Oh, he basically. Uh, he sunned he Kevin Owens last week, right? And looked in the camera. And and just sunned him. And he's talking to uh, talking to his into the camera to his wife and his kid. Basically, yeah. he's like, "Daddy ain't gonna come home. He ain't gonna put that food on the table." I and put the I food was, on the table. Yeah, I was just like, "Jesus Christ!" That's like, that, a, that's that, a magic that, shit. Let me tell you something, man. He's good. That hits you as a it, wrestling fan. It does. It did. It hit it's, me because it's it's reality. He is. I'm right shaking because I'm like. This guy is uh, like, firing on all cylinders he, right now. He is the most realistic persona in wrestling. Absolutely. In 100%. the WWE right now. 100%. I'm not even going to say Randy Orton's name because he nope. doesn't even come close. Nope. Told you. He's still two pegs down, man. Yeah. There is nobody on Raw that is yeah. real. I can't include Bray Wyatt because it's a split personality and you really can't determine yeah, that. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> but um, Alexa Bliss is doing really well for the women. And for the men, there's for no not really comparison. wrestling. Yeah, she's doing very. There's no comparison, well. hands down. It's it's Roman Reigns. Yeah, he is the most believable. He is the most kayfabe. He is the most dominating fact factor in the WWE right now. He's unstoppable. And if you put him on <clears throat> Raw, forget about it. Yeah. he beats everybody. He beats everybody. Down. And there's that match, somebody. and that match, really detailed it the other day. I mean, honestly, there was one point when, when Owens was, was going up after he speared through the barricade that I thought he had a chance. I did, too. I thought he had two great you know? chances. Jay came. And Jay was involved in the whole match. I think at least three times he helped yeah, break he that up. he grabbed his foot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even to start, right from the jump, he, mm-hmm. he, he came out. I'm kind of happy Jimmy the Gimp didn't come back just I yet. thought he was coming out when they did a camera shot and you couldn't see who was... Yeah. Gonna make their way up because uh, Uso was pretty much indisposed at that point. Um, I thought it was gonna be a yeah. Jimmy to Gib, yeah. our boy Jimmy. When he did the pop up power bomb through the table, that was pretty cool too. Yeah, on Jimmy, I mean on Jay. Yeah, no, but I mean, I mean, I think that match really highlighted Roman Reigns' character build up. He, he, Roman put him in a guillotine at the top of a, of a twelve ladder. foot ladder and put him to sleep. Yeah, kayfabe. Um, and that was it. He low blowed him right through the rung, uh, <laughs> the, the the rungs of the, yeah. the ladder. And I could, and you you really got to give a lot of credit to Kevin Owens, yeah, because Kevin Owens carried this feud because he exposed the other side of the storyline as being a louder, more rambunctious, more um, call himself a deserving opponent, really getting. Really turning really Roman you into, into that character. Yeah. So by far, without Kevin Owens doing that, I don't think that match would have been as good as it was. Now 
Can can anybody on the promo game kill it like Kevin Owens does to give Roman that edge? But guess what? He doesn't need that edge. Mm -mm. He really doesn't. Now, if you throw Daniel Bryan in, you know, Daniel Bryan, I think, will poke the bear a lot. I think that more of the stuff we'll talk will be about Jey Uso when they had a little feud and when he went after Brian originally, like when Jey Uso formed or when he joined Roman. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I mean, overall, I'm very happy with TLC, right? I feel like you are too. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was a great pay-per-view. It was a very, great pay-per-view. Uh, very uh, unexpected. It was. For sure. And leading off from last week, it underrated. I mean, I mm-hmm. thought it was very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't overrated. It, it was great way to yeah. end the year for them. And yeah. you know, yesterday's episode was, of Raw was all right. Uh, had some good parts yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, I, I feel SmackDown, which has been the A show for months now, yeah, is going to be. A, a it's gonna. Banger. It's gonna keep. It's gonna, it's be, gonna be crazy. And if anybody's not busy on Christmas, I mean, that's weird to say, but uh, they are going to be having SmackDown on Christmas uh, this Friday, eight o'clock on Fox. Cheap plug. Mm. So and guess what we're gonna do, ladies and gentlemen, our last episode, which is, well, this is the last episode of the year because right now we're planning on, we're gonna have a oh yeah yeah a semi right. date of Saturday January second where we're gonna be uh, doing another episode of the uh, wrestling satchel. <laughs> of the wrestling satchel, ladies and gentlemen, where you, the listener, determines what we talk about mm-hmm. it can be anything a question you can write you questions can, concerns you can cries write, of outrage yeah. book the territory what do you got you can write anything you can write mr wonderful paul lorndorf on a piece of paper and we'll talk about him you can be anything you want that's what this podcast does it's it's two guys in the in the eyes of two fans talking about professional wrestling that's it. and what we're going to do is we're going to contribute to you the listener and have you basically ask us anything you want Anything at all. So yeah. coming to you next week is going to be uh, the Wrestling Satchel. We may have a couple special guests. I will try to be booking them after we're done recording, see what they say. Good God. Uh, I will be revealing these special guests next week. Or it's like pulling next week. teeth because they got kids. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey, you know, but, uh, set up a play date. Yeah, but uh, in the meantime, uh, from uh, from Sunset of Radio to you, the listener, have a wonderful Christmas, safe and Happy, happy and healthy. Happy yep. healthy new year. Uh for us, this has been a this has been a journey started since May. Yeah, and our a little Christmas present yeah. came early with our little uh <laughs> our little uh, Christmas article. present came out, a little article. We're gonna be posting Live the link. Air, yeah. We're gonna be posting the link on all of our outlets. Anything can happen, folks. Anything can happen. Always trust the process. And um no, I mean for us it's it's onward and upward. You know, we're gonna go yeah, we'll see. Like moon. a whole year from now, we'll play episode what thirty-eight back. Thirty-eight back. And yeah, we'll see episode where, thirty-eight. We'll see where we're at. Yeah. Wow, episode thirty-eight. We do one a week, right? There's fifty-two weeks a year. Jesus, yeah. we'll be close to a hundred. I think that then. I think we've done. Well, one of them was with my dad, so we really did that thirty. Counts. Yeah, that counts. well, that was like two days after we did an episode, but uh, that we're gonna be. Too. Yeah, we did we're, two in a week at one point. Yeah, we did. We, we, we were cranking them out, just like you know. But I mean that—that's—that's that's the beauty and the joy and the art and the sport of professional wrestling. There's so much to talk about, and there's so much to lead you, the listener, in. And we just come up with these different topics, and we bring different guests on the show just because it's a different perspective. Because this podcast is about what we think as fans. Yeah. 
you know, we're we're no beat writers, we're no writers, we're just two lifelong wrestling fans talking about what we like to watch, which is the art and sport of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And as always, um, you can always find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean, Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio, Facebook at Sunset Flip Radio. And you can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up with a review, too, on Apple, Google, wherever you can leave reviews. You know, next year we're looking to, you know, maybe join on Spotify. Anything that's really free would be nice. Anything that's really free. If it's free, it's for me. me. If it's free, I'll take three. Money's tight. Yeah, money's tight. (laughs) We're going to start an only wrestling fan. Yeah. It's going to be you and Akeem's hanging out. <laughs> I'm going to have all two of your Akeem's over my junk. Oh, God. I'm going to be like Shawn Michaels when he was naked with the belt. Yeah. That's going to be me laying on a uh, on your casting couch over here. Yeah. Got for free from somebody at hell. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, once again. And on the, your big boss bed pillow. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, man. Hey, here's my nightstick. Once again, the, the Wrestling Satchel Part 3 is striking back next week. Satchel. Satchel. It's not a purse. It's a man satchel. Enjoy the holidays. Have a happy and healthy Christmas and New Year. I'm Thomas Lisi, always joined with the most handsome man in the room, that's Alex right, Drayton. Me. And we are out. Take care. Later. Radio. Peace. Merry love, Christmas. Happy New Year, guys. Wrestling. <laughs>